Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to my podcast. My name's Lorena and this is The Pooch. I'm here again with my co-host, newborn baby boy. Um, he is colicky once again. I have been trying to find an opportunity to record this and I've decided that in my arms he will be while I record this at 10 o'clock at night because I don't have much of a chance to other than right now. So we're in episode 32, just a little, um, what I've been up to this week before I get into the episode, we've had a crazy week of sickness my daughter, poor thing, she ended up with some kind of virus, probably the flu, but it turned into a bit of an asthmatic episode. She's not diagnosed with asthma or anything, but we ended up in hospital. Puffers, the lot, which was a little bit scary. Um, I'm very happy that I made the decision to take her because at first I was like, oh, here I am being dramatic again. She was sleeping and I was just like, this is not right. And then lucky we did because we ended up in the recess area of the hospital trying to make sure that she was breathing properly but my biggest frustration happened um where is my son got sick as well and he he hasn't been drastically sick like her but um I don't know if I've shared this before but we've decided to remove my daughter from childcare while we have a newborn at home and I we're kind of thinking maybe four or five months or something like that just to keep the childcare viruses away from him and here we are with a toddler getting sick from God knows where and the newborn catching it. So anyway, he's fine. He's in my arms right now. Um, just I think just, yeah, I don't know. It was a little bit scary. I kind of lost a couple of nights sleep freaking out because he has had a couple of like little episodes where he kind of, I don't know, he's got like mucus in the back of his throat and he kind of chokes on it and I freak out. It happens in the middle of the night and nothing nothing can make me fall asleep and I'm sure you can relate to this nothing can make me fall asleep no matter how hard I try and you know I don't really want to when my kids are sick when I'm petrified that something could go wrong in the middle of the night and I don't know if anyone relates to this but oh my god and especially because he's a newborn I feel like I have almost been traumatized from hearing so much about SIDS and so so I should we we all need to be I guess on top of understanding you know the risks and and everything that we can do to avoid it but I I just I feel like having had two babies I'm so paranoid because of all the information that I've come across about it that any sniff of illness and I can't sleep like I'm just like staring at him watching his chest rise I feel like I'm back at first time mum again anyway 
so that's been our week um, this week. It's not been fun, but I think my daughter's getting better. He He's fine. My son's fine already. Um, so we're just, yeah, we're just picking up the, the aftermath. The mountains of washing that I have not addressed will be dealt with probably tomorrow, but that you don't really care about. So episode 32, <laughs> you might hear him, <laughs> hear him now. <laughs> um, episode 32 is um, actually a part two of an episode that I made last year. So if you have listened to episode 26, which is about steps to take to start finding a sense of purpose, um, if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go back and listen before listening to this episode because what I want to to talk about now is, um, I guess, more steps that you can take. So uh, I spoke in, in episode 26 about um, basically when you are post baby, so, you know, you've had your baby and I mentioned that, you know, there's a big difference between your function and your purpose. And when you are in the early stages of having just had a baby, your your function in life is basically to keep that baby alive and thriving. So, Everything that you do physically or every activity that you do is about baby related stuff. It's feeding, it's changing, it's, you know, settling, it's all that kind of stuff. It's washing, it's keeping the house hygienic, it's sterilizing, it's all those activities that basically they're your function at the time. Um, And we lose our sense of purpose because we mix the idea of purpose and function. That's what I spoke about in episode 26. So when we start to look at all the activities we're engaging in at that stage of our lives, we're like, hang on, is this me now? Is this it for me? Like, is this what I'm here to do? Clean, wash, bathe, feed and repeat. Like, is that is that what my life amounts to? Um, so I mentioned in that episode, if you're at that stage of your journey where you're actually going is this it for me now? Is is this kind of all there is? Then I think that's the perfect stage where you you have a bit of clarity or enough clarity to start seeking a sense of purpose again. Um, I think before you get to that point, you're really kind of head down in, you know, in just performing these tasks of of keeping a baby, you know, alive. But when things start to settle, when the dust starts to settle a bit and you start to kind of have a bit of clarity and go, shit, is this really what there is to my life now? Um, And not like, uh, once again, I'm always giving disclaimers about this stuff. Not that that's a problem if that's your sense of purpose, but if you are at the point where you are feeling purposeless or feeling like there must be more to it, then when you get to the stage of questioning is when I think you have enough clarity and enough, just enough mental space to start exploring that for yourself. When I recorded this episode, so episode 26 that I'm referring to, I was pregnant. I was not in the thick of newborn territory, which I now am. However, I feel like I am already, you know, despite being in the thick of it, Um, So all my time, basically, aside from everything that I was doing before in terms of looking after my toddler, my time is now consumed with baby related activities. So feeding, changing, settling, washing, poo, um, vomit, tummy time, repeat. Um, And even still, you know, I'm still I'm starting to find myself get a little bit impatient with 
things, impatient with not not mum life. I'm absolutely, I don't know, I feel like this time around I have a sense of calm that I didn't have the first time around. I think I mentioned it in my last episode. I feel like part of it's got to do with me feel, being a bit more seasoned, I guess, as a mum. Um, but I, yeah, mentally, I think I'm a little bit better this time around. So I just feel like I am lapping up every minute of newborn everything, but simultaneously, I find myself getting a little bit impatient just with kind of life in general. Like I feel like, all right, this is my life now. And, and as a mum of two, when does my life begin? And I, I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, when I had to wait for my six week checkup, to be able to drive, to be able to, you know, I had a cesarean, I think I've mentioned before, um, to be able to do exercise, to be able to do things that I feel like they are symbols that my life is back on track kind of thing, like tiny things, but they really, really impact me when I can't do them. I was, I was all, I was so impatient and now I'm on the other side of them like, okay, so what's, what's happening? It's like, I'm starting to twiddle my thumbs. Not really, not physically. My God, I've got so much to do, obviously. But mentally, I'm like, what's going on? So I feel like this is the stage for me as well where I'm like, okay, I'm starting to find my groove uh, in some ways, not in others. I'm, I'm a hot mess in others, believe me. But in in some way, some small ways, things are kind of falling into place. Um, so I'm, I'm starting to have those like, who am I questions pop in my head again. And to be completely honest, I think because I, I spent a lot of time focusing on this um, first time round, which is why I, you know, started doing this podcast. Cause I was like, I felt so absolutely lost. I don't feel the same as I did first time round in, in that I've completely lost my identity. And I think it, maybe this is a unique situation because like I said, I have, I had spent so much time contemplating that before and realizing that, you know, we as mums lose our sense of self, lose our identity because of our surroundings or lack thereof, you know, other people, um, isolation, the activities that we engage in, the expectations that we we come across about what a mum should be like and all that kind of jazz, which I talk about all the time. Um, so, yeah, I feel like this time around that sense of like, what's my what's my identity hasn't hasn't didn't hadn't. I guess I have not struck by that so much this time, but I am getting a little bit, like I said, a little bit impatient and wanting, you know, a sense of like, what am I, what am I doing now? Like what, what's life bringing to me in a sense does not refer to my children. Absolutely. I'm talking about me with my sense of purpose. So just to recap in the previous episode, so episode 26, where I started to talk about things you can do to try to get a sense of purpose again what I had, I had put out a bit of like a, a challenge and that was for you to write a few things down and, and start to form a list of things for yourself, um, in terms of, um, who you are. So you can start to visually see the bits that make up the whole you. So I had, I had said to you, you know, write down a list of things that you're good at. So start by listing the stuff that you physically are good at doing. Um, you, you might be known for it. People might come to you to ask you how to teach them how to do something, etc. Um, the other thing I suggested was um, to write down things you know a lot about. So you might be super knowledgeable in a certain topic 
and again people come to you to learn about it or you know you've got lots of um, knowledge in some area that you want to share with others for example and the third the third thing was to list things or activities that give you a bit of a spark so I suggested things like, you know, if you, if you, you know, you, you, you watch someone surfing on TV and you're like, man, I, there's something about that that has always intrigued me. Write it down. Write it down because this potentially could be something that you pursue. The next thing that I suggested was to consider the things that you'd written down and think about them in terms of what could you possibly do with them. So one might be, Um, to go and learn more about it so it might be that you're really interested in something something draws your attention but you know nothing about it Uh, so you might go and do a course let's say or it might be that you've got a skill that needs kind of a bit of a refresh or you know you want to upskill in something so the first thing was obviously to then go and you know improve your skills or improve your knowledge um, or gain skills or gain knowledge in something that um, either you are interested in or brings a spark or that you already know about but you want to improve on. The next thing that I had suggested was maybe one of those things that you had listed would be something that you could turn into a hobby. And the third possibility would be to actually turn it into a hustle, a side hustle of, of any kind. So at that stage was where I left the episode. So last episode um, was about really building this list of things that, you know, basically make up who you are or what you're interested in, Um, including, you know, if you're confident to ask other people, include other people in the conversation. I think it's really I think it's really special when you've got people that know you really well that can feed into building for you a bit of a sense of who you are and potentially giving you a bit of a sense of purpose through this exercise. So in this episode, I have just a couple of, I guess, pointers or ideas on how to take some steps forward to turn one or some of these things that you listed into something that gives you a bit more of a sense of purpose. So the first thing I'm going to suggest is really having a look at your list so physically grab your list go through it one by one and just feel how you feel when you explore those those um, topics or those areas Um, see what calls out to you is one thing or a few of those things giving you a bit of a bit of spark uh, making you your you know your ears perk up when you think about them or you know when you talk about them is there anything on that list that is kind of like yeah been there done that but I'm not really interested in pursuing it then that's fine move that aside but really just notice how you feel about the different things that appear on your list and pay attention to your response to them I think that's a really good way of kind of just tuning into what your gut's telling you or you know tuning into really um just a a brief decision-making sense that you have for yourself where you go, you know, I've got a whole bunch of things here in front of me. And if, if, if I was to be sitting with someone else and they'd be going, wow, I think this is something you should do. And they pick something that's just not really me, you know, they might, I might know lots about cooking just because I have to cook, but God, I'm, it's just a chore for me. I'm not interested in cooking. And the last thing I want to do is go and, you know, spend more time consumed by cooking, 
then I know that if I looked at this list with someone else and they were like, oh my gosh, you should so, you know, start cooking meals for other people or selling them or, I don't know, write a cookbook or start a YouTube channel where you teach people recipes and you're like, there is no way in hell I want more to do with cooking, then put cooking aside, right? But if, you know, if you skim over this list and there are a few things that you're like, my, look, if I really, really could do anything that I wanted to do, you know, my in another life, I would do this. They're the things that you need to be paying attention to because I feel like, again, your gut knows. Listen to your pooch, remember. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The next thing is is really, really important in my opinion, and that is taking action, any kind of action. It could be the smallest action, the smallest step possible. But once you kind of work out what it is that you want to pursue or or not even maybe you're not even at that stage yet, but you're like, I am going to do something. There is something, I'm, I've got an itch and I want to, let's say, start a side hustle. And I need to sit down and dedicate some time to working out exactly what that's going to be. I have this itch. I need to scratch it and I'm going to do this. 
You don't even know, you don't even need to know what it is that you want to do, but you have to take action in some way. And I'm saying like, it could be something as small as taking yourself out for a coffee, finding an opportunity to take yourself out for a coffee, purposely going and grabbing a pen and a notebook. And the whole purpose of that coffee date with yourself is to brainstorm. That to me is already a big step because you're actually taking action towards pursuing a sense of purpose and by taking action you're actually telling your body and your mind that something is coming something's around the corner that that first step it doesn't have to be you know going to have a coffee with a paper and a pen it might be you know saying okay tonight tonight I'm going to research surfing lessons and I'm going to put five minutes aside, you know, after I put my kids to sleep to sit behind the computer uninterrupted and search for surfing lessons. And just by sitting there and taking that step, you're already telling yourself this is something that's going to potentially happen. If you are going to go and have a little brainstorm, I feel like the, for, for me, I don't know what it is. There's something about pen, pen and paper. Oh, my God, I just dropped the dummy on the floor. <laughs> Anyway, he's asleep. Hopefully I can get through the rest of this. Um, There's something about pen and paper to me that allows me to feel more creative. I don't know when I'm like brainstorming or having a think about like what, how do I piece all these thoughts together, These all these bits to me, you know, about me together. Having a pen and paper in front of me and just scribbling just give, gets my creative juices flowing big time. So I feel like that's just my little tip to you. Try it. If you're used to making notes in your phone, probably, you know, you're better than I am, but just give it a go. Like go old school, go old school for five minutes and see if that works for you. Put it, you know, get colorful pens, whatever it might be. But I feel like getting those creative juices flowing will also help you look at this list of things for yourself and about yourself in a way that's a little bit more um, creative and and coming from an an angle that maybe you hadn't looked at them before. The third thing I want to suggest, and this kind of flows on from the last point, and also I've mentioned this in episode twenty six, and that is gathering people to help you brainstorm. Um, because a couple of reasons: one, if it's I know it's awkward and I know it might be strange, but I feel like you may have one or two people in your life that you can sit with and go, listen lacking a sense of purpose. Um, I've done a bit of the work already. Here are the things that I'm, you know, I'm putting together as stuff that I'm interested in or stuff that I'm maybe want to pursue. I just don't know how to turn it into the next step, whether it's pursuing the hobby, like I said, or, you know, I want to start a side hustle and I just don't know. I just don't know how to piece it together into something meaningful. The reason you want to gather people to help you brainstorm, if you can, is again, People are in different, you know, they've got different creative ways of thinking. So they might be able to bring something to you that you hadn't considered before. I feel like that's quite obvious. But also, you don't know what they know. You know, they might know of something or someone that is lacking something that you've got to offer. And that might be the missing piece of the puzzle. Or they might know somebody who is looking for exactly what it is that you have to offer. Or they might know somebody or someone who has exactly what you need to be able to turn one of your skills or interests um, into a, a purpose, into, a, like I said, a side hustle or a hobby. 
Um, so I feel like getting other people on board is a really, really good way, is a really, really good way to help you find a way to direct one of your interests or skills into potentially giving you a bit more of a sense of purpose. The next thing you have to do, in my opinion, is wherever you are in this process of considering, you know, what is it that I want to do? whether it's, like I said, it's a hobby or a side hustle um, or learning a new skill, then whatever whatever step you are in the process of thinking or planning, you always have to end on deciding on a next step. I think if you sit down, if you, you know, sit down on your own and come up with a, a bit of a plan or you have a discussion with, you know, a bunch of people to help you brainstorm, whatever it is that you're doing, before you get to the end of that thought process or that little session that you, you know, scribble some creative thinking, you have to decide on a next step because then you know that, again, you're telling your your mind, you're telling your body that this is in motion. And um, one thing is actually taking action, but I think, you know, it, it needs to be followed with and then what's the next step. So you need to decide what it is that you're going to do to follow any steps that you take. Like I said, so if you're going to sit down, take yourself out for a coffee and do a bit of a brainstorm before you get up from that seat to end that little brainstorming session with yourself, just tell yourself what's the next thing that needs to happen and make a commitment to yourself. So if you're familiar with um, SMART ways of writing, SMART as in the acronym S-M-A-R-T, of of putting together a bit of a, a goal or a concept, and um, you you'll know look up look it up if if you're interested. But it it really stresses the importance of being specific about exactly what you're going to do, not vague. Um, when you're going to do it by, how you're going to do it, um, and how you're going to kind of measure that it's been done. So it's it's really simple. But it's basically saying to yourself, you know, if if my next steps involve you know let's say I'm looking at I'm really good at dancing and I want to start teaching that's my passion I've kind of decided based on everything that I've brainstormed and all my discussions that what I'd like to pursue is teaching dance then I need to decide what my next steps are and I I need to write that down so it might be something along the lines of um, deciding what you're going to do first so it might be that you need to um, look up a space that you want to run some classes in Um, so by when will you have looked up a particular space or you could say by when will I have um, you know by such and such date I'm going to have gone to three different studios and approach them about Um, my interest in running dance classes I will have also put together a bit of a I don't know resume of what I've done in the past and um, the outcome of this is going to be that I will have um, hopefully found at least one place that I can potentially consider running some dance classes so you're really kind of putting a bit of a clear guide for yourself about what you're going to do and again at each step of the process towards you know achieving your goal or whatever it is that you're working on in terms of achieving a sense of purpose you need to be having this reflective thought about okay so what's my next step 
and framing it really clear for yourself so you know exactly what's happening next. Um, My next tip or suggestion is kind of following on from that really. If you're an organized person and you love to have things planned out and really, really mapped out, um, you know, take some time to put together a bit of a live plan where you update the steps that you've taken towards your goal. You like to visually see, you know, what it is that you've achieved so far, um, what steps are coming next. Um, And this is probably the most useful if it is a side hustle that you're working towards um, and you want to see in front of you, you know, what's been done and kind of what's what's coming up next so you can achieve the goal that you're working on. So um, that's not necessarily something that I'm very good at because I tend to be a little bit disorganized. Something that, you know, has obviously come out of me going through all these thought processes is my podcast. I got stuck and I sat with, you know, my sister and my cousin and my family at different times and I was like, I've got these interests and I and I, I need them to align somehow, but I'm not entirely sure how to do it. And I decided to put this together. Um, and obviously I had to take steps and I had to kind of, you know, some some days or some months or some, you know, times it runs smoothly. Other times I slack off and have to get myself back on track. I'm definitely not an organized person and I definitely don't have uh, an action plan you know, about working on this podcast myself, full transparency. I tend to sit, um, you know, a couple of nights a week and just take notes about what I want my next episode to be about. And then I start to, you know, put out questions to people and, and start to have those discussions. I would like to get to the point though, where I have a bit of a structure and a rhythm to my week that dis you know, that helps me work really in a really focused way towards um, the podcast because I'm absolutely loving it. It's growing slowly, but I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. And I feel like it really does give me a sense of purpose as well. So on that, the last thing that I want to say is that um, with all of this talk about finding a sense of purpose and finding ways to fulfill this, this, um, this need and, you know, exploring different parts of yourself that maybe you've not paid attention to. I just want to say that language, I'm a bit obsessed with language. Language is so powerful. Um, So don't forget to describe yourself using language that relates to your passions. So many people do it. And I feel like it's something that I don't necessarily pay attention to with myself. And when I do it, it feels awkward. But, you know, people who are, um, people who athletes will refer to themselves as athletes artists will refer to themselves as artists you know um so do the same for yourself if you decide that you're going to pursue painting and making it a hobby is something that you are satisfied with um you want to paint for yourself you don't intend to necessarily sell or turn it into a side hustle but painting for yourself is absolutely fulfilling a sense of purpose for you then you're an artist you're a painter and I think referring to yourself that way gives you the respect that your skills and talents deserve um, and also obviously fulfills a sense of identity and purpose so please don't forget to do that because I think that's really important Um, you know if you are an apprentice mechanic then refer to yourself that way an athlete like I said uh, a pianist whatever it is that is something that is forming a part of you 
I would feel very awkward calling myself a podcaster, but that is exactly what I'm doing right now. Um, And maybe one day I'll feel a bit more comfortable referring to myself that way. But I think, again, it's really language is so powerful. And if and if we're talking about having a sense of self, a sense of identity, a sense of purpose, then don't forget to use language to describe who it is that you are in a way that fulfills that for you. So here we are at the end of the episode and I'm going to ask those of you listening, if you've gone through this process that I'm sharing, if you've had some time or if you've put some time aside to think about what it is that you are knowledgeable, knowledgeable, I can't talk, I'm so tired, knowledgeable about, skilled in, um, something that brings you a spark, you've decided to turn it into something that you're going to go and pursue more knowledge on or a hobby or a side hustle. I really want to know about it. I really, I'm so, I'm, I'm so excited to have these conversations about purpose and and finding yourself. So find me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is the pooch. Uh, you'll find it if you search the pooch. And um, I, yeah, DM me your stories. I'm really interested. Um, yes, I'm gonna leave you there because I've just dropped a dummy. So I need to go and sterilize a batch because that was my last clean one and my son's asleep in my arms. So I am once again reminding you to trust your gut, be kind to your pooch. And on that note, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.